Welcome to episode 5 of the Tales of Enelis, following the stories of Thorfinn Asbjornsson and his friend Alphys as they continue to figure out what's happening in the village of Elkwood that is home of Thorfinn. He's learned that his parents have been killed by some dark magic, but the village itself is suffering. They're forced to give tribute to this dark sorceress. In addition, their food supplies are low. So at this time, I think Thorfinn and Althus are trying to do what they can to help the village. Yeah, I think at this point, Thorfinn's, he, he's gonna have focus on helping the village. The Kataka is gonna be coming in a couple weeks uh, to, to gather tribute. And I don't think anyone knows where they're operating from, so. I think Thorfinn himself, he knows this region pretty well, but he probably can't immediately think of somewhere that they're operating from either. So rather than trying to to confront them head on, which might be suicide if it's just the two of them, he thinks at this point, I need to help the village. I'm gonna help them gather resources. He's a hunter after all. And so I think the two of them leave the, leave the comforts of the hut. And, and for the next few days, they're going to be hunting out in the wilds. Um, much like uh, uh, Somalid, Somarlid is, is doing with him and his friends, the other hunters, the other those other folk who've returned from war, and trying to get the village some food, um, some resources back on, get them back in shape. Uh, things are pretty dire, and there's no real leadership here. So I think, like these former soldiers returning to war, that you know they've got experience in combat, um, they're seasoned, they're confident in their abilities. I think I think the rest of the village is really looking up to them. And I don't know if Thorfinn would step up necessarily into a leadership role for the village. At this point, he's so focused on wanting revenge, like, I don't think he wants that. He doesn't want to take over leadership of the village. And, and nor do I think he has the, the standing in the village to do so as, as just a regular hunter. There might be others who have the political standing to do so and i don't think sarmalid does either so at this point i think they're just sort of letting the village run its, itself uh, leaderless per se but uh, the hunters are sort of as a group um trying to lead the village and they're all focused on survival at this point so what i'm gonna do is actually roll a survival roll for thorfinn and alphys so um alphys Surprisingly, doesn't have any survival, so he must have been really relying on Thorfinn on the wilderness skills. Which makes sense. Uh, Altus spent much of his life in the city. He was a city thief. And so, uh, let's roll a roll. He, so, Thorfinn's great at survival. He's got a d8. And he is going to... Let's just roll a survival to see if they can, over the next couple days, if they, how well they do at hunting and, and gathering supplies. Uh, foraging probably too. There's probably not much. Like I said, it's probably middle spring, and so things are starting to bloom and, and grow, but there's not a lot out there yet. Oh, we got a four on the D8. Okay, so that's a, it's a success. So good, but not great. There, I think I, so. I think Thorfinn and Inalthus are able to gather. You know, they go hunting every day. They're gathering supplies. They're taking down some deer and elk in, in the, the the nearby woods of Elkwood, and. Uh, they're able to get some supplies, they're helping the village, they're trying to, to keep people's spirits up. And at this point, I think food is so scarce that, you know, 
they're like just doing big pots of uh, communal dinners and you know spreading it out as much as they can and just trying to big stews every day uh, bringing the village together at this which I think at this stage is 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 needed uh, the village is sort of uh, feeling lost um, all right so something I have not been doing and uh, probably feel like I should be doing is rolling uh, to see any uh, any events if there's any uh, interruption events um, as we sort of go from scene to scene here, this is part of the uh, Mythic GM emulator system. So we're Chaos Factor 5, as we said. So I'm going to roll on that. And, okay, that's a 9, so there's no interruptions. So things are, are going smoothly. Um, and I think Thorfinn is just, yeah, foc focusing on trying to help the village. Um, again, with, with the, the food supply, as, as spring is coming into full gear. Um, I think he's also taking care of his, his family home, re, you know, f patching up all of those holes in the roof and in the, the walls, making getting the, rid of the rodents and cleaning things up, uh, trying to make it feel like a home again. And uh, Alphys is sort of helping him with this as well, because I think Alphys hopes to, to stay here with his, his friend and uh, sort of make a new life in this village, not something he's, he's known. He spent most of his life in the city, so this is probably very new to him. And I think over time, too, the people of, of Elk, Elkwood are getting to know Alphys, and uh, he seems a little seedy, um, for sure, but but he's proving to be a, a loyal part of the village, and so they're, they're beginning to trust him and, and appreciate his, his, his help. I think uh, time is just going to fly by, and I, I already rolled the survival roll, so I think he's, he's just been he's successful. It's not, he's not bringing in loads of, 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 uh, of meat or anything, but he's helping. And so they're, they're bringing in what they can and helping the village. So as it's getting closer and closer to the tribute day, I think Thorfinn has been talking with, he's been talking with Somarled about what they can do, because I don't think any of the, the former soldiers are going to accept having this control over them by Kataka and her minions. And so they're trying to come up with a plan. Um, and the thing is, there's a question we should ask is how many brigands has Kataka been bringing with her when she comes to pick up the tribute? Is it so overwhelming that the villagers didn't even consider it? Or is it only because they had no strong soldiers that they were sort of forced into this? Is it is it something I basically want to see what's the power strength of the people of, of Elkwood versus these brigands that come. Do they even have a chance to sort of resist them? Um, to do that, I'm actually going to roll the little power chart I have here. Okay. And this is, I'm just using the NPC power level from uh, the Universal NPC emulator, another great resource I highly recommend. For solo roleplay. It's made for NPC generations, but it's got a nice little power level chart that can roll on. And uh, what do we get? We got a... Okay, so it's comparable. So I think because of Summerlid and Thorfinn, you know, these soldiers that have returned from war, now the balance has tipped and now there's sort of an even match between the brigands. So I think there's only... Uh, I'm just gonna roll actually. How many how many returned soldiers are there here in Elkwood that can help? Um, looks like okay, so there's about nine able-bodied soldiers here in 
in Elkwood. And I think that's about the same. So I think I think uh, Kataka has been bringing about, you know, anywhere from eight to ten brigands with, with her every time she came to collect the tribute. And so they now realize, okay, we might have an equal match here. We might be able to, to fend them off. And so we're going to jump forward in time to... Um, so what I'm gonna do, actually, so they're preparing to receive Kataka. They know they know she's coming with her with her brigands, and they're gonna prepare. We know that the the prepare the village of Elko. We know that the village has a wall around it, um, as most of the most of the settlements in this region do, because the orcs live not that far away. They don't really have the protection of a king. This is an independent region. This is kind of a you're on your own if you live out here. And so they know this, and so they have a palisade wall. You know, they've cut many a trees from the nearby Elkwood to, to build the palisade wall uh, around the village. What I'm gonna do is roll a secure and advantage move here on, on Ironsworn as a, uh, to see uh, how well they prepared the defenses of, of Elkwood before the brigands arrive. And I think this is a, uh, this is definitely going to be a sort of a wits, so this will be a smarts roll. And I'm going to have sort of Thorfinn being rolling on this. I think he's he is sort of helping take the charge here, probably equally with Sarmalid, who's also a, a, a able-bodied warrior. Um, I think we learned, if I remember, Sarmalid is vengeful. So Sarmalid really wants revenge against these people too. So it's kind of... and he's stubborn. So... Uh, Together, they sort of come up with this plan, and, and here we go. I'm going to roll a... Got a d6 for Thorfinn's smarts. Okay, we got an exploding die. Another... All right, so that is 12 and a 5. That is 17. All right, that is definitely a strong hit. 16 total. So they take... Uh, he, he totally... Um, secures an advantage. I think they, they get the defenses up. The palisades are, are reinforced. They are able to uh, to get maybe some of the other villagers trained a bit with a bow. And so they're, they're just been working on their defenses over the past uh, few weeks, getting everyone ready. They know this is going to be a conflict. They're already struggling from lack of, of, of resources and food. So they know this is going to be a tough fight. But if they don't win this fight, they will be struggling for the rest of their days as Kataka continues to drain resources from the village. And so they gather together. I think I think the day is now coming. I don't think I don't think Kataka comes like on a specific day every month. So it, it they know it's going to be around a certain time. And so they they keep a watch looking out um, from the gates, the palisade of the of the of the village looking out waiting for these brigands to come and I don't think they're hiding themselves when they arrive. They, you know, they, they feel like they own the place, so they are striding in towards the village when they come. And uh, let's see, what time do they come? Okay, so it's middle of the day, high noon. The, the sun is shining overhead. Um, actually, let's roll for weather. Let's see. Uh, yep. Oh, beautiful day. Sun is shining overhead. Finally, the warmth of spring is starting to, to come to the lands. There's warm breeze coming from the south and just feeling strong and vigorous. The, the village now, with the help of these soldiers who have been hunting, you know, everyone's starting to feel a little better, a little stronger. They begin training, you know, the, the militias. They've been training with their bows and sword fighting. They've been, you know, learning how to fight and defend themselves, preparing for this moment. 
They look out. The scouts looking out. The guards looking out over the hillside. And there they see Kataka and her men striding towards the village. Um, here's a good question. Are they mounted? Horses are a big deal in this land, so it's likely. I think it's likely that they aren't just walking. But because of the war, I think horses have been sort of a harder to acquire resource lately. But they're brigands. They'll take them if they need them. But I think it's likely they have horses. Uh, yes, extreme yes. Okay, so the uh, I think that means everybody is on a horse. I think they're the uh, let's and I'm gonna roll a three d six. We're gonna find how many how many men. Are, are coming with Kataka. Oh, 13. Okay, so they're a little more of a match, but we have the, the nine soldiers we established, including Thorfinn and Althus, plus they now have a few uh, uh, villagers who have now been crudely sort of trained in self-defense. And plus there was the some of the older and young, young people who have been taking care of the village as guards. So they have a lot of uh, rookies and then a few seasoned people. And so 13 riders are seen on the hill being led by Kataka, who I imagine just has this black cloak with this hood coming down over her face. She just looks like this black figure on a black horse as she's riding, riding confidently, trotting down towards the village of Elkwood with 12 riders riding behind. These people are just wearing uh, furs, you know, heavy hide and fur armors. They've got large axes and, and some of them have bows and, you know, big helmets and just warrior brigand types that uh, definitely look threatening and dangerous. And they're striding down, coming down with their horses, striding towards the gates of Elkwood. At this point, uh, I think I think the, the scouts, the guards who are watching for this, call out, "They're here!" And uh, Thorfinn and, and uh, Samarlid and Alphys, you know, rush up. They climb up to the top of the palisade. You know, I, I think there's only a there's only a few uh, sort of archery posts along the palisade walls. It doesn't have a wall. Doesn't have a a walkway around the entire perimeter, but only at certain locations and certainly over the gate. And so they climb up climb up to the top of the walkway over the, the wooden gate and look out and see, of course, Kataka, all in black, with her 12 riders charging, trotting in confidently, arrogantly towards Elkwood. And Thorfinn and Sarmalid nod to each other, grim determination on their faces, knowing this is what they've been preparing for. This is the time this will make or break the village of Elkwood. And Kitaka rides in. Confused, I think. The gate is closed. I think in the past they, they would open the gate for them, you know, not even trying to resist them after what happened to uh, uh, Thorfinn's parents and uh, Getir. They don't want to risk. They don't want to risk this in the past, but now the gates are closed. And Kataka, I think she's smart. <laughs> she is a sorceress. She knows, okay, something's wrong. And I, it's guaranteed she knows the war ended. Soldiers have been returning home. This is 
when their power might be questioned. So I think she somewhat expects some resistance at this point, which maybe she brought you know more men with her. She's got 12 brigands with her now. So they, she expects this. She comes up to the gates uh, from some distance and shouts out to them. I think she lowers her hood sort of in a menacing way. And uh, let's roll some characteristics for our sorceress Kataka. She is, okay, so she's athletic, so she's got a, a very strong athletic build, very toned. Um, she, she's an exotic accent, okay. Well, she is from the south, but perhaps she's uh, trained, uh, she's maybe has a different heritage, maybe uh, some complications there. She, um... It's very practical dress under her cloak. Practical outfit. I think riding clothes, you know, very explorer's outfit. And, uh... She's rude. Okay. Well, that makes sense, considering she thinks she owns the place. She's very rude. So Kataka comes up to the gate. Find an accent for her that's exotic. You're there! Who dares leave the gate closed for Kataka? And she has, I think she has long black hair um, and then sort of thick black sort of uh, paint almost, a face paint around her eyes, sort of around her, her, around her eyes going into points to the corners of her face. Very menacing. And uh, Thorfinn and Sarman look at each other not knowing who should speak. I think Thorfinn, he is the protagonist after all. I think he, he, he kind of steps forward and looks down at Kataka. Anger burning in him, knowing this is who's responsible for killing his parents. It is I, Thorfinn Asbjornsson. We, the village of Elkwood, refuse to hand over your tribute. There will be no more. Your tribute on this village has ended. Like Kataka, she knows there's not probably a lot of soldiers. Although she does see many people up on the wall, she knows many of them are young and old and perhaps not the most experienced. She kind of laughs. <laughs> you think your rabble would be able to stop me and my men and my power? And she puts up her arm and sort of like a black flame rises from her hand. And this... <gasps> Gasps go around across the people on the wall. They're scared of her power. They saw what she did to Getir, what they, what she did to Half, Halfden and Aslif. I am not scared of you, sorceress. And the village of Elkwood will no longer be terrorized by your black magic. Then you have made a terrible mistake. At this point, Kataka has to make a decision on whether she's going to try to attack the village. Again, they're all behind the wall. Uh, she has men with, with bows, but I mean, sieging a village is not so easy. Aren't really built for seizing the village in a long siege. So I think at this point, Kataka is going to reassess. I think she's going to determine whether, whether she wants to return with more men, where she can really uh, put the village at siege and just sort of overwhelm them by pure force. Or if she's going to try to make a lesson of them uh, by 
making a show of power with the men she has. So I'm going to say it's likely that she does that. I think she's used to being in control here, but she's not stupid. She knows that things have changed a little bit. There are soldiers returning from war. So it's likely. You say it's likely? Yes, she is going to make a show of power. So Kotaka, the black flame in her hand. Then you will die. And she throws the black flame, I think, at Thorfinn, who uh, I'm going to give an agility roll to see if he can leap out of the way before this black flame hits him. This is more of a show of power. Um, uh, we got a five. Okay. I'm going to call that a success. She throws the black flame. He's able to... Uh, he dodges the side. It sort of goes off and misses, misses him. Your displays of magic do not scare me, sorceress. You will not take Elkwood. <laughs> you think you have the ability to stop us? And at this point, I think we're in a bit of, of a, a little kerfuffle. There is a... I think she raises her hand and... I don't think everybody has a bow in her in her, her team. They weren't expecting to really have a fight, but I think some of them do, and there's people on the wall. So what I'm just going to do is roll um, a couple of uh, opposed rolls to see uh, sort of who loses men as, the, as arrows go flying back and forth. We have the, the riders of the brigands taking shots with their bows as the people up on the, on the, the battlements of, of Elkwood firing there is now most of the people of Elkwood are not that skilled so I'm actually going to roll a d4 and a d6 for them and then a 2d6 for the uh for the brigands so pose rules here we go all right exploding die on the four that is okay we have a six for the villagers of Elkwood and we have a five for the uh for the uh brigands so I think in this first round of Volleys, arrows are flying back and forth. Thorfinn and uh, Summerlid sort of hunching down for a moment as they're probably pulling out their own bows and helping, you know, trying to shoot back at them. And the riders, the brigands, are sort of riding around on their horses, um, you know, moving as they're firing, you know, occasionally stopping to take good shots. And just arrows are flying back and forth. But the villagers, with the advantage of the palisade walls behind the, the, the walls, they're... They've got the advantage. They're up, you know, a little higher too, and so they're able to hold their own. I think I think a couple of villagers might get hit by an arrow or two. Ah! But then a lot of the brigands are getting hit. Their horses are getting hit. Ah! Brigands are getting shot at, and so I think after this kerfuffle back and forth, these these shots are being fired. Kataka realizes that she can't take the village as things are, and. I don't know how powerful her magic is. We don't really know, um, but I don't think she's gonna she's gonna directly strike at the village at this point. She realizes that she needs to come back more prepared. She sort of rides back. She halts her men from shots, and I think so does, you know, to save arrows, Thorfinn and Sommelid put up their arms and, Hold! Hold your fire! And they stop shooting. Silence. The warm breeze. <sighs> Fills the air as sort of a tense silence between the two. Gataka looks back up. You have made a terrible mistake today. Thorfinn Asbjornsson, 
Mark my words, we will return and torch your village to the ground. I'd like to see you try. And with that, Kataka turns and her and her brigands ride out over the hill. And the people of Elkwood erupt into a cheer. Yeah! yeah! And so they're all excited. They, they feel like this is a victory. But I think Thorfinn and Sonalid look to each other, shaking their heads. They know. They know this is not a victory. It is simply the beginning of war. And with that, we come to the end of our episode. Tune in next time as we see what dangers befell Thorfinn and his friends. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day.